Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. Gloria Copeland and Pastor George Pearsons bring another of the prerequisites for promotion, diligence. Hold to the high standards set forth by God to be an example. Next on the Believer's Voice of Victory, here's Gloria. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Pastor George is here, and he has got promotion on his mind. I got promotion on my mind. If you don't want to have faith for promotion, don't listen. And he's given us some prerequisites for promotion. Well, Gloria, it is the will of God for us to be promoted. That's true. He wants us to have the best jobs, the best That's positions. Right. He wants us to have opportunities that we've never experienced before. He wants the believers to have an influence and an impact on our world. And so he is wanting us to do everything yes, it takes amen. to be positioned for promotion. And I'll just read to you the uh, the foundational scripture for this study that we're Good. teaching on. It's in Psalm 75. Uh, Promotion comes neither from the east nor yeah. from the west or the south. God is the judge. He puts down one. He sets up another. He is a promoter. So he is the one that promotes us. And so we've been talking about, uh, in this study, we've been talking about the prerequisites for promotion. And Gloria, so far this week, we've talked about on Monday, we talked about a servant's heart. And then on Tuesday, we talked about humility. Today, we are going to talk about diligence, the importance like of that. diligence. And so... <clears throat> that would be the opposite of lazy. That, <laughs> that would be true. That, that's, you know, I love the way Gloria just cuts to the chase. That's it's it. just so that's good. <laughs> diligence you know, the, is the opposite the of lazy. Scripture doesn't say much good about lazy. Scripture does non diligent things. Non diligent things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So and this so, gonna be good. So go to your first page there, the one that says uh, day eight on it, and uh, all I right. got day seven. Day seven. You've got day eight there under there. Six. It's under there. Stand by. There we eight, go. Day eight, eight. eight. So we're talking about diligence, walking in diligence, and that is a major, major prerequisite yes, to your promotion. According and to listen, Scripture. All of, these, all of these notes are available to you on kcm.org. Just go to the picture of Glory and Me, the shining picture on the, the website. Food and odd over that's there. right, that's right. Just <laughs> click onto it and it'll take you to all of our notes, not just for these sessions that we're doing, but for all of the sessions that we have taught on prosperity. So all of George, those and we, we appreciate your diligence well, and your generosity to share all your notes with us so well, the that we Lord, can preach them or the Lord impressed me to do that because people need to have this That's information. Right. You're right. And obviously people are interested because in all the time that we've been doing this, we have over 1,066,000 downloads I, I'm amazed. of these notes. I'm still amazed at that. <laughs> so they, they are obvious, people are obviously interested in knowing what it takes to be prosperous and to walk in the prosperity of God and to walk in their promotion. So today we're talking about this next That's prerequisite. Amazing. 
um, and that is diligence. So let's take a look. Gloria, help me out here. Read okay. the definitions for diligence that we have. Diligence <clears throat> is conscientiousness in one's work or duties. Mm -hmm. Industrious, hardworking, meticulous, thorough. Mm. It means doing more than expected. Uh -huh. Don't just do what you have to. Yep. Yep. It means dependable and punctual. You can count on this person to be on time. Yep. You can count on him to do the word, to do what he says, yep. what his boss yep. tells him. Constant, stable, and focused. He's not. Uh, he, he's not up and down. Right. He's right. constantly diligent. Yep. Constantly doing what is right, and he's constantly being blessed. Well, that's a good way to put it, Gloria. Yes, it is. That's a good way to put it. That's the kind of person, I know that's the kind of person that you and Kenneth want working here at the ministry. Amen. That's people who are diligent. Like Diligent people <clears throat> get promoted. Too. They do. They do. They'll go from position to position. And, you know, we read last week a list of people who were, uh, came into big corporations on a very low, the lowest possible level. And these people that we read about, they eventually became the CEOs of those corporations. Yeah. Well, they had to diligence. have, they had to have this diligence working on the inside of them. They yeah. had to be conscientious people. You don't, you, you really don't have promotion working in you unless you are fulfilling these right. uh, uh, prerequisites of what it takes well, for a George, person to do that. You've been over, a, 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 you have been the boss over a lot of people. <clears throat> right, right. Here at the ministry. And I think you could say without any doubt that the people that have gotten promoted are those who are diligent. They, right. they don't let their work slide. Yeah. They don't yeah. lay out when they should be at work. They don't right. call in and say, I've got the mumps, unless they really have the mumps. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, they come to work right. and they're ready. And you yeah. know what? If you'll say, tell me if this is true. Those are the people that are happy. They are. With their job. They are. They enjoy they're their satisfied. work. Mm -hmm. they, they're challenged. Yep. And, and they're, they want to, they just want to give it everything they've got. That's right. Praise and that's God. what we're looking for. And, and that's they what get God. Promoted. God is looking for that in people. Yes, that's right. You know, he's, he loves us all. He really does. But I do believe that there are those in the body of Christ that are diligent about what they do, that he can trust them mm -hmm. with high-ranking responsibilities right. and opportunities, and he can trust people I mean, I'm, I'm saying this kind of slowly because it's just now coming to me that he's looking for people that he can put responsibility right. in their hands. Absolutely. And if you are lazy and if you are not uh, being conscientious about what you're doing, then he's looking for somebody else. Well, now that's what God's looking for, but that's what your boss is looking that's for. That's what your boss is looking for too. Exactly. I mean, it's a great thing. It'll so, promote you. I, I came up here with these, these biblical descriptions of what diligent people are like. Good. And we may not get to all of them today because you can get them on our notes because there's so many. The, the, the Bible talks so much, Gloria, about diligence. So let's go through these okay, together. Through yeah, uh, in Proverbs 10, diligent people are hard workers. 
Yeah. Um, it says in the NIV translation of verses four and five, lazy hands make a man poor. <laughs> <laughs> I believe <laughs> but, that. But diligent hands bring wealth. Hallelujah. Now that's about as simple that's as you can get. Simple. In other words, they're blessed. They're blessed. They are blessed. And he who gathers crops in summer is a wise son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. Get on the ball. Well, that's it right there. <laughs> <coughs> that, is a, <clears throat> that is a direct quote from Gloria Copeland. Yes, yes, yes. Get on the ball. Be in, blessed. Be blessed. In Proverbs 10:26, in the New Living Translation, lazy people irritate their employers like vinegar to the teeth or smoke in the eyes. I know that's the truth. <laughs> they irritate their employers. They irritate their employers. Their employers see them <clears throat> laying around not doing what they're supposed to do, and I think, I'm going to get rid of that dude. I'm going to get me somebody who will do that's the job. That's right. That's exactly right, so Gloria. So now we know what to do. We know what to do. In Proverbs 13:4, in the Living Bible Translation, lazy people want much but get little, mm. while the diligent are prospering. Yes, that's the way it works. Diligent people will prosper. They, they will. will prosper. That's, that's right. So, diligent people <clears throat> are hard workers. In Proverbs 21, diligent people thoughtfully plan. Go ahead and read those scriptures, Gloria. Verse 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Ah, yes. So the plans of the diligent. What are your plans? Think about it, people that are listening. What are your plans? The plans <clears throat> of the diligent lead to profit. That's right. That's as right. Surely That's as surely right. ha as haste leads to poverty. Yep. Poverty. Yep. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty <clears throat> shortcuts lead to poverty. Yes. In other words, when you do something, do it right. It'll lead to blessing That's good. and That's not good. poverty. Uh, steady, this is uh, the third one. <clears throat> That's steady, the living Bible. Plodding, plodding? Plodding. Plod proceeds slowly. <clears throat> Steadily prodding. Prod, prod. <laughs> steady, steady, steady plodding. Plod. <laughs> <laughs> steady plodding. <clears throat> which plod means to proceed slowly. Yeah, you know, you've got your kids, you've seen your kids do something. You tell them to go yeah. wash the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. sweep the floor, and you'll <laughs> see them steadily yeah. plodding. That's it. And uh, <laughs> hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Steady plodding <clears throat> is plod it equals proceed slowly, brings prosperity, <laughs> prosperity. Does that make any sense? <clears throat> Steady plodding brings prosperity. Oh, Here. here's the rest of it. Okay. But hasty speculation there you go. brings poverty. Yeah. In other words, yeah, yeah. know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. <laughs> <clears throat> yep, that's it. All right, let's go to the next page. In Proverbs 22, 29, diligent people serve great leaders. Praise God. I like that, Gloria. I, I have endeavored to be diligent over these years because I like serving great leaders. Praise God. Like George. yourself. Thank you so much. <clears throat> In the Living Bible, it says, do you know a hardworking man? 
He shall be successful and mm -hmm. stand before kings. Praise God. In the New Living Translation, do you see any truly competent workers? <laughs> they, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <clears throat> they will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. Glory to God. Now, this is a very interesting scripture, this 1 Kings eleven twenty-eight. Well, actually, we here <laughs> serve a king. Say what? We serve a king. Here. We do serve a king. That's well, right. that's exactly right, Gloria. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Diligent people serve not just great leaders, but serve the king. That's right. That's what. That's we're right. Doing. That's right. Um, in Second Kings eleven twenty-eight, in the New Living Translation, it says Jeroboam was a very capable young man, and when Solomon saw how mm -hmm. industrious he was. He put him in charge of the labor forces of the tribes of Ephraim, Manasseh, and the descendants wow. of Joseph. That was a big deal. <clears throat> that was a big deal. Now, he saw that he was industrious. Yes, yes. You know, if you're going to, yes. it's been a long time since I worked in an office mm -hmm. day to day. Mm -hmm. But if you are <clears throat> an office, or if you're a laborer, or if you're a carpenter, or whatever, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. If you're working for somebody else. You don't want to be sleeping on the job. No, you don't. You want to be industrious. No. You want to be yep. rat tat tatting that hammer. That's right. That's right. Hitting the nail, doing a good job. That's right. And if you're going to be in a place all day, eight hours a day working, don't you want to get the most out of it? People, they don't realize that the most industrious be people, quick. the quick, the diligent workers, the ones who are are endeavoring to not just do the job, but to go beyond just doing that job. Those are the ones who will qualify for That's promotion. Right. That's right. Those are the ones, because God sees it. Yeah. They're the ones, if the company has to lay off people, yeah. they're going to be the last ones. They'll be the last ones off. to lay off. Because they yeah. know they're doing yep. the, the boss knows what they're doing, and he wants Absolutely. Well, I'll tell God. you, the, the bit of wisdom that A.W. Copeland, Kenneth's father, gave to me on the first day that I went to work at Kenneth Copeland Ministries. What did he say? He said to me, and I can tell you, I can picture it. I'm in his car right now, <laughs> and I'm driving down Arkansas Lane yeah. to our offices that we had, and <clears throat> we were driving by this little mom-and-pop grocery store that was there, and he said to me, this is my first day at Kenneth Copeland Ministries in 1976. <laughs> he said, George, he said, first of all, he said something I think was pretty prophetic. He said, don't ever let the ministry run you. You run the ministry. And I thought, well, why is he saying that to me? I mean, I'm 22, 22 years old. He saw what was coming. <clears throat> going into this job. And then he said to me, make it to where they can't get along without you. What wisdom well, that, that was. Well, that would take a lot of diligence. It, it would take a lot of diligence and to do that. And that would work. And, you know, over the years, especially in the early years, when we were just, you know, there were 12 people on staff when I first came to work here. Mm -hmm. And the attitude that I had at Kenneth Copeland Ministries was whenever I saw a void and it wasn't being filled, I would do my best to fill that void. That's good advice. Now, I couldn't do everything that yeah. there was, but when I saw what something... Was in the power of your hand to do, you Yeah, I would, I would do it. I remember the time that we went I'll up... I'll tell you what, George came down here, Yankee, came down here <laughs> Yankee to Yankee and all. With high, high 
have breeches on, you know, floods, what we call floods, too, too short of pants. And uh, he was willing to do anything. I was. He, I mean, he was ready and willing to do it. I was so and glad to be here. it wasn't long until he was running this place. That's true. It's true. <laughs> you lived it out. I just, that's all I've ever wanted to do all of my life was to serve and to help and to be a help. And to, to learn what it took to be not even necessarily thinking about promotion. I really had not, through the years, I had not thought much about promotion. You know, when your brother Doug told me <clears throat> that he was getting ready to leave and that I was gonna take over. Mm -hmm. You were surprised? <clears throat> I really did not aspire to that job. I, had, I did not have that in my sights. I, had, I was heads down and doing whatever I could and that's what promotion does. That's promotion right. sometimes will surprise you. Yeah, it will. You know, uh, it sort of was easy <clears throat> with George to say, for people to, all of us to say, well, let George do it. Let George do it. <laughs> let George do it. What all jobs did you do, George? Oh, Gloria, it's just tell the, us. What, the, tell us what George got to do. <laughs> George got to do the art department. George got to travel on the road. George got to work the book table. George got to make the cassette <laughs> tapes out there on the road. George got to drive Kenneth Copeland for a while. George got to um, play a it. synthesizer in the band. <clears throat> George got to do, I mean, the list goes on and on of all of the opportunities and the wonderful things and then, then later on, George got to be the executive director mm -hmm. of the ministry. Now you're moving up. <clears throat> and then uh, Gloria Copeland calls me on the telephone and says, why don't you come and do broadcast with me? Uh -huh. And so for the last six years or so, I've been doing broadcast with Gloria. But the, the key to it, though, is, and that's what I said a little earlier, was to fill, I, I'd see a void and I'd fill it. And I remember when we went up to Oral Roberts University and we went up with a group of people from the ministry and it was back in the 80s and Oral Roberts himself taught Brother Copeland about writing a partner letter to his partners every month. And we went up there and, and we spent the day with Oral Roberts. And I remember Oral Roberts writing on a whiteboard all of the months of the year. <laughs> and I remember him saying to Kenneth, he said, Kenneth, you're gonna to have to write your partners a letter every month for the rest of your life. And I saw the look on Kenneth's face. It's like, we all were like, oh my goodness. Well, <clears throat> we got back home and Brother Copeland was gonna start writing these monthly partner letters. But, but no one was necessarily picking up the ball on the organization of it. Yeah. What it takes to do that. He doesn't just write a letter, but it takes a whole team to get it to, to the get people. that letter done, yeah. to get it through, to get it mailed. So <clears throat> he's writing a letter and nobody's picking up on it. So I just called him one day and I said, Kenneth, can I, can I do the organization of the partner letter? He said, sure. So we incorporated that into the publications department and it became our responsibility. All that I'm saying is that a diligent person will look for places to help, not look for That's things right. to give up. And because you had that kind of attitude, George, you were promoted to head of the ministry, then you were promoted to pastor. To the pastor, right. It pays. It pays, Glory it really God. does pay. Hallelujah. And so diligent people, 
They are resourceful and care for what they have. It says in Proverbs 12, 27, a lazy man won't dress the game while he's hunting, <laughs> but the diligent man will make good use of everything that he finds. Praise God. <clears throat> That's what a diligent That's person right. does. And then finally here in Proverbs 12, diligent people become great leaders. Diligent people become great leaders. Tell them what Rick Renner did, oh. what Rick would <laughs> yeah. do when he was looking for, you know, to hire somebody or something. Rick Renner, which Rick, by Pastor the way, Rick. he's Pastor Rick has a great book on promotion. You need to get that book. You can look it up on his website. But Rick Renner, in order to make sure that his uh, his pastors and his associates stayed qualified, he would drive by their house and look in their garage to see what condition their garage was in. He would do a surprise <laughs> inspection. That's not a bad idea, you know. He would come to the front door, knock on it, and I say, I want to look at your garage. Well, what does that say? Well, it says something about just how diligent an yeah, individual is right. with their own household. Now, everybody's going to go look at their yeah. garage. Yeah, but it worked. It uh -huh. worked. Yep. That's good, isn't it? I never had heard that before. That's and I'm grateful that if you were to drive into my garage today, Gloria, I can actually, we can actually fit our cars in there with plenty of space to get out Congratulations, in the house. George. Yes, ma'am. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> so diligent people become great leaders. Work hard, it says in Proverbs 12, 24, work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and never succeed. That's good. And then it says in the NIV, and we'll finish with this, diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. And, and think about what that's saying. <clears throat> it's saying you're going to do it anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to do it. Yeah, that's good. You're going to do it good. on top yep. or you're going to do it on yep. the bottom. <clears throat> But you're That's do exactly it. right. Isn't that? I've never thought that That's really before. something. Yeah. And, and we don't have time to read this Genesis Diligent 41. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. Forced labor. So your assignment is to read uh, Gen Genesis 41, 37 through 45, and read all about Joseph and how diligent he was and how God made him a great leader Praise over Egypt. God. Gloria, God. we must be diligent That's right. to, to be prepared to be promoted. Diligence is a door to the blessing. We're going to write that down Glory and include that God. in the notes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Diligence is the door to the, to the blessing. blessing. Thank Glory you, ma'am. George and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.